Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hook them up with he and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. Yeah, where'd our sunshine go? It was beautiful yesterday. Today, cloudier, foggy this morning, and uh, cold. Mm-hmm. Got a lot, of top, a lot of top stories right now. Krista Thompson just admitting she makes up sideline reports. I love that. I can't believe that. <laughs> That's big. Also, the Longhorns uh, landed one of the biggest recruits in the basketball world, Trey Johnson, number four overall prospect Trey J. in the industry rankings, committing to the Longhorns, 6'5", 6'6", uh, smooth score. As you call him, Trey J. That's a big news, piece of news. Tavondre Sweat, the Longhorn senior defensive tackle, is a uh, finalist for the semifinalist for the Outland Trophy. You know who's unimpressed with that? Gerard. Gerard. Yeah, from Iowa State, the offensive line. Oh, he doesn't care. Yeah, he's <laughs> Gerard, uh, Gerard Hufford. He's unimpressed with unimpressed Devontae with Sweat's semifinal. One of two uh, defensive tackles uh, down to the, the final, Trophy. what, seven for the for the uh, Outland Trophy? Yeah, he's unimpressed with that. He's He actually – he's on the record for saying that uh, the Texas defensive tackle duo may not be the most impressive they've seen so far. He's got to watch some more film to this determine is, that. This is, this is like calling yeah. people out before you fight them. That's good. It's great. Andre Sweat better be ready. I mean, I think he will be. He hasn't been. You know, I still think there's something. Stop. I still think there's something to this. Like here's the. I, I went and make sure I got the quote because I carried it with me because I would make sure I get the quote right. His quote when he was asked about um, basically the Texas defensive front. I think this is probably the most damning of his quotes. He says, "I don't necessarily think it's the best unit team wise that we've been up against." Dang. Damn. Damn. It, it's not the best unit team wise been up against. And who have they played that's got a better D tackle uh, combo than than Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy? I'm not sure. So I'm still on the grassy knoll with this. E. I do believe. I'm at the point now. I'm starting to believe that Matt Campbell might have might have ordered this and might have sent this young man out here to. I don't know what, what the purpose reason? of it is. I'm thinking now that he wants Texas amped up. That he wants Texas a little too excited. He wants them over emotional early. That could be the reason. If they're over emotional, what do you do when you're over emotional? What do they tell you not to do when you're emotional? Over pursue and make mistakes. Boom. Press. You make bad decisions when you're emotional. That's why you say when you're when you're grieving, don't make a big decision when you're grieving, right? After a big breakup, don't make a good decision because when you're emotional, you make bad decisions when you're emotional. You're overly emotional. Even when they play football, they tell you, you say play with emotion. Don't play emotion. No. He wants Texas emotional going into this game. And I think he wants him emotional early on because he's going to throw some stuff at them they haven't seen. And one thing we know about him, you just brought it up, about Texas, they're fast, flow, and aggressive on defense, right? Yes, they are. You can get them on double moves. I've been saying that for two years. And what did TCU get Texas on? That stalk, block, and go. Oh, my man, Jade Barron. Remember, it was Jared Wiley. Stalk, block, and go. It was smooth and easy because Texas is a fast, flow defense. They, you get misdirection. They'll always go fast, flow, and then you can get them on double moves and misdirection. I'm thinking early on they're going to do something funky against this defense, and I think they want them emotional. They want them overly emotional. They want them excited, and they, that way they'll make you know rash decisions 
um, and they may over-pursue some plays, and they may play with a an uber-aggression that may work against them early on. I think that's what – maybe just, if I'm throwing some out there, that will be the grassy no theory I throw out there. All right, I'll, I'll go with it. I just don't know why would you ask that position. Of all the positions, hey, let's get our guard who's going to have to block Devondre Sweat. Well, because every other position is easier to attack. I, I mean, sec- secondary, hell, <laughs> you can talk trash on secondary. I was like, yeah, that's probably right. They're not good. If you're going to attack something, why not go after, like, the, this is why the, the, the statement is absurd because you're going after the strength of the team. Right. The strength and of the team. that's the person you have to block. Yes. Your personal individual matchup. That's why it's so absurd. Any other thing you'd go, yeah, they must be game plan to attack the Texas secondary. You think it's weak. You think the D-tackle duo is weak? How? Or they've seen better, apparently. Uh, by the way, three Longhorns have previously won the Outland Trophy. That includes Scott Appleton, 1963, Tommy Nobis, 1965, Brad Shearer, 1977. So if Tavondra were to win this, it's the first in 40 years. Hold up. So what does the Outland go to again? I thought it was interior lineman. Interior lineman. Tommy Nobis won it? Yes. I guess it's changed <laughs> over time. I don't know. I'm like, hold on, Tom was a linebacker, and now they got tackles on there with interior line. Just say the outland goes, whoever the hell we want to give it to. Justin Blaylock <laughs> and John Leonard Davis. Dan Neal, my good buddy Dan Neal, a uh, longtime friend, he was nominated, or he was a finalist for the, yeah. the, the, oh, the he outland. He should have been. Probably could have won it, Dan. Leonard man. Davis, Justin Blaylock, Malcolm Brown in 2014, but okay. no Longhorn has won it since 1977. That makes sense. And Leonard Davis was a tackle, too. Yeah. So I guess O-lineman, you can win it at any position on the O-line. It says and here that the Dowling Trophy awarded annually to the nation's top interior linemen. Well, that's now – They to define interior. They got tackles now, so that's technically not true. And then they, they'll tell me Nobis won it back in the day. And he's not an interior lineman. He was an interior linebacker. So, I don't know. They just kind of – they do what they want to do. Hey, I think now the um, – Someone sent me, I think my man CB, shout out to my man CB, he's always sending me good stuff. Brett McMurphy put out the finalist for the Lombardi Trophy, and they got Brock Bowers on there <laughs> from the Lombardi Award. And I'm like, I thought that was the best offensive and defensive lineman. Yeah, or linebacker, Lombardi. Linebacker. Yes, I was exactly right. Uh, that's so, the one that's announced down in Houston, by the way. The Lombardi is? Yes. Oh, okay. They announced that in Houston. Yeah, so I don't know. You might anyway, but it's good. It's good. Spondre Sweat, that is big time that he's, what you say, two D tackles on that list? Yeah, two others. Yeah, yeah that's, five that's pretty others. big time. That's pretty big time. That's pretty big time for him. Um, I don't know exactly. I got to go look and see what the trends are. I know they picked a lot of offensive linemen to win it recently, uh, based on going off your list. And defensive well, linemen, I know when they win it, it's usually a lot of stats associated with it. They got some stat mongering going on there. And I don't know if it's funny, he has the stats, but he's definitely got the dominance. Like, he's been dominant in every game he's played in, and he hasn't had a drop-off, really. No. Uh, Jalen Carter won it last year. And that's, a, that's good for Sweat because he didn't have a lot of stats. He yeah. was just a dominant, you know, stop. Yeah, run stop. I mean, just the yeah. yeah, interior D lineman who yes. just crushed. Uh, yeah, we've had offensive linemen. Uh, you know, Quinnen Williams won it when he was at Alabama, he now playing good, with the Jets. He had some good stats, I think, too. Uh, you know, back to 2017 at Houston when Tom Herman was there, Ed Oliver won it. He had, oh, he has some amazing stats because he's an undersized interior D lineman that used quickness, speed, and quickness. Speed and quickness. So, yeah. uh, you know, in the long run, we, we, you know, we're feeling for Jonathan Brooks and that injury. He oh, was probably the front runner for the Dope Walker. Yeah. Uh, you know, Quinn Yours is on the semifinal list of the Davey O'Brien. He's probably not going to win that it's right It's impressive now. to make that this year. It is. Considering how many good quarterbacks yeah. there are well, out there. Well, that tells you where Texas is, and that's why this game becomes, you know, all, I mean, Finish the deal. Finish. Sark's talked all year about finishing drives, mm-hmm. finishing games, finishing quarters, finishing halves. You've got to finish this season. You've got to finish this season. You have the better team here, but obviously uh, Iowa State will be a, a game opponent coming up uh, Saturday night. Also in our fabulous fifth quarter, Rod, some off-the-nose stuff. Did you uh, – Ty, Ty, it's National Fast Food Day. 
What's your suggestion where I should go for fast food tonight? Because we had people suggesting uh, Popeyes. Popeyes, they said. Mm, I think I think I'm gonna do lunch. But I don't know because I, I don't ever really eat fast food, and there's a lot of places that that Ty loves that I've never been. Like I've never been to Carl's Jr. I've never been to fa- to Popeyes. No, um, no. If I do do if I do do fast food, it's usually Whataburger. If you want to keep it local, you could go to Hilbert's. Hilbert's, where's that? What is, is that, that? Fast food? It's it's fast food. It's up off kind of. Like, I think it's Cameron Road. It's kind of by my house up oh. there. Is that burgers and such? It's burgers. They got wings. They got tacos. They got all everything. It's really do good. You have a drive through window. There's a drive through window. One of my uh, best friends growing up his his family owns it. It's been around awesome for a okay, long Hilbert's. time. Hilbert's. Hilbert's. That's a little tough to get to for me. I mean, convenient would be because one of the things about fast food is you want convenience. Yeah, it's fast. Fast and convenient. <laughs> it's it's fast. Hilbert's up on Cameron Road, not convenient. Uh, not yeah. convenient to yours, truly. Uh, this is Wally's off Mesa near Spicewood. Nice. I don't know what Wally's is. But, uh, yeah, I could do – because a lot of people have suggested P. Terry's. If you're going to do something, do P. Terry's because that's kind of a quality. local deal. Yeah, it's, it's quality burger. Fast. No, you can do better than yeah. P. Terry's. Well, I don't know. Actually, you, you probably could. Hat really? Creek's better than yeah. Pete Terry's. I want to go real bad. Hat Creek is better than Pete Terry's. Hat Creek, I actually know one of their like secret like form like secret recipes. For Love Hat me Creek. some Drew Gresset and Hat oh, Creek yeah. burgers. Man. I'll, never, I'll take it to the grave, Drew. I'll take it to the grave. Don't you worry about that. But I actually know one of their secrets, and it's awesome. Makes their burgers amazing. Is it in the seasonings, or you won't even tell? Can't me? even say it. Can't I can't even. even I can't say it. Even, can't go. Take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. Take it to the grave. It's a family secret. Take it to the grave, man. All right, so can you continue to send those? Maybe I'm thinking I'm leaning Popeyes because some fried chicken sounds good. And it somebody does. mentioned that you can get the fried chicken and the red beans and rice, and that Ooh. sounds good too on this kind of gloomy day. Get some of those fries too. E. The seasoned fries are amazing. At the Popeyes. Popeyes fries are. Remember when that new class. chicken sandwich came out? That place was like overwhelmed. Oh People, man, lines around the lines corner. Lines around the corner. Lines around the corner. Like they were giving man. away lotteries. Yeah, lottery they like shut down traffic sometimes with police because they had the Popeyes uh, chicken sandwich line would be out of control. They used to, remember they used to run out of them. Yeah. Hey, remember Texas like got him for the football team one time like as their post game meal. Uh, look, I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm weird because I, you know, I live out here in Onion Creek. You're here, Rod. Uh, South Park Meadows. They have all these fast food places. Yeah. You drive through them and they're all packed. They're like packed. lines out the one. Like what? People love it. Man. People love it. I, that's love the other it. thing I wouldn't do is wait in a long line for fast food. Unless Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A is pretty fast though. It's long, but they're pretty too fast. Impatient. And Pete Terry's actually end up ends up being pretty long too. We said shortstop. Oh, shortstop back in the college days. No. That was the oh. ultimate grease bomb. After a long night. You don't like stop. shortstop, Ty? It's not as good as it used to be. It's gone down oh, it's hill. slipped. That's, that's saying a lot. He's right about <laughs> that. Because it really good before. It was just super <laughs> greasy. Like you get the wrapper and it'd be like covered in grease. Like, oh, this is what I need after Sometime, my yeah, long exactly. night on 6th Street. Yeah. Uh, so Dan's in Buda. Get the onion rings extra crispy. There you go. Thank you, Coach. Top Notch Burgers has been mentioned. Short Stop has been mentioned. Uh, you know, several people mentioned you Culver's. Like you sound like you are, you're going to go burger here. Seems like you're. you're I think I'm going off for that because I do. I, I eat burgers. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. I will let you know. But I appreciate all the suggestions. Oh. It's going to something will hit me because I'm, I'm just taking these requests. Hey Ty, are you uh, speaking of of, uh, of off the nose? Are you a Sunny Sweeney fan? You're a big Sunny Sweeney fan, right? Sydney Sweeney. Sydney is it Sydney? Oh, I'm about to say who is Sunny Sweeney? Sydney Sweeney. Yes, she's in that new movie with the uh, the heartthrob from. Yeah, from here. Yes, that's what I was going to mention. Texas, yes, there's now a uh, there's now a, a what do you call it? A, a trailer, a yeah. trailer for the rom com. Is it a rom com? Yes. Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's Austin's own from Westwood High School. The kid, the guy was in Top Gun. That's becoming this Hollywood heartthrob, mm-hmm. uh, Glenn Powell. Yeah, and uh, and she and she both, both, both they, they took two sex symbols, kind of modern sex symbols, and they put them into a rom com, and they're hoping it'll blow up like you know like. 
Matthew McConaughey and they would put him with like a starlet back in the day and boom, you got instant, you know, blockbuster hit. Uh, they're hoping that's the case because right now Sydney Sweeney is how, how is she the top of your list, Ty? Yes. Is she toward the top of the list? Yes, she is. She's she the top does, of all people's She list. does great work. She great work. She's no, she she's is gifted. She actually and is she's been gifted. She actually is a talented actress too though. I haven't I've even seen, seen her in uh, I didn't even in watch Euphoria. It. Yeah, she's she actually is talented though. She's, she she's does hot. a good job. She's hot. She's she's, she's dark. Yeah. In that show. And well, in that show. The show's dark, period. Oh, the show is hard It makes to watch. you not want to have kids. Because they're all high school kids and the stuff they're doing. You're like, man, what is happening in this show? Well, I've had three kids through high school, and it's not like that. I mean, I mean maybe some places it's say, like that. Hopefully it's know. not getting there like some, that either. There are some challenging times. I don't know. Ty says his high school, he can relate to a lot of that There's stuff. There's some wild stuff. Ty, you down. think, is it realistic? Is it closer to being realistic to your high school experience? I mean, I've told you about the teacher situation. We've had. Yes, we've that's, had, that's what I'm saying. We had one of my friends dating one of my other friend's moms. At one point, that's it what was I'm saying. Hold like, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, see, back see, up the truck. See, you, you don't I'm tell you. I'm I sure there were things happening. I may, and maybe I'm sure my kids did some things that I don't know about. That not I telling you about it. But it was. Not, I mean, I know they weren't doing that. <laughs> hold on, so Ty, you were. Hold on, you had a buddy of yours seeing a friend's mother. It was one of my yes, a, a buddy of mine on was the down low. dating on the down low. a girl in my grade's mother. But it was da- it was on the down low. It wasn't dating no, publicly. No, it was it was pretty public. <laughs> it was, what? I was like, hold up, what? Like everybody How old was this it. kid at the time? Like we were, part- we were partying at, at our house and they were like making out in the corner. Like it was, it was, uh, we, we were 18. Wow. We were 18. We were seniors. Okay, so there you go. I was going to say. Yeah, it was, uh, was spring, it, it was spring senior year. But yeah, no, it went down. It went was down. the mom hot? Y- yes, she was. <laughs> okay. Man, Westlake is the best lake. <laughs> See, Euphoria. <laughs> Euphoria. Well, Zendaya does a great job in that show. She won some awards for oh, her work in that program. Man, that is wild. And I, I, I was thinking about this yesterday because kind of, we kind of glossed over it. Ty, tell me again, the, the, the guy the Raiders just signed that Antonio Pierce knew. Uh, yeah, Jack Jones. Jack, Jack Jones. Jones, yeah. Who? Now, yeah. now, I looked into him after the show because you mentioned there was a brawl. And this guy's a problem. Like, he got kicked out of USC. He got kicked out of Arizona State. Yeah, and he's gotten trouble in the league. He's gotten trouble in the league. Yeah. And he's pretty much a criminal. Yes. Like, if you look at his track record, he's a criminal. Pretty I'm like, good. and now the Antonio Pierce knew him from his L.A. days. I'm like, wow. Okay. He's a perfect Raider. <laughs> perfect Raider. <laughs> perfect Oakland Raider. So, tell me again about your run-in with Jack Jones back in high school. This is I, your, I, I wasn't you and your there, team. but uh, our 7-on-7 seven seven team was in Orlando for the 7-on-7, um, seven seven, like, Nationals or whatever. We won the – or they won the state tournament here and then went there. I think they won it too. Uh, Drew Brees was there with them actually. Now that I remember, I'm remembering it. But uh, I guess one night they they played them during the day and then Jack Jones' team and then he like stalked them and like was banging on their way very well known <laughs> players uh, door and then they got into a brawl uh, outside and he was the main wow. instigator of it all. So I've Jack Jones been, been hearing his name since like junior year of high school. Dang, dang, man. Well, it does track. I mean, he's gotten into multiple off-the-field, uh, you know, controversies uh, and scandals since he's been in the NFL. And this was like – I think this might be his, like, last shot with the Raiders, too. Because uh, he's really talented. No, that's the thing. He's got a, he's got, that's why he keeps getting chances. Yeah, he's really – he's actually he's – a, he's And, of a course, really you know who drafted guy. him out of the out – of, after all the issues he had at USC. Patriots? New England. Yeah. Because Bill Belichick can change him. Our culture yeah. will change this. Well, he was right? really good for him, too, until he went off the rails again. <laughs> yeah, so was Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. 
All right. <laughs> it's true. Uh, that's fair. He that committed to, fair. by the way, Jack Jones committed to USC over offers from Alabama and A&M. Uh, had a, on an interview with Snoop Dogg is where he committed. Jack Jones. <laughs> he committed to Snoop Dogg, basically? <laughs> basically. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get, if you go to his Wikipedia page, the personal issues, arrested at a Panda Express. Uh, <laughs> how does it go wrong at a Panda Express? of fast food, I guess you get. How well, does it go that. wrong at a Panda Express? My what daughter happened? loves Panda Express. They didn't have the that. orange chicken? Like, what, was they, what, what, what set him off at the Panda Express? He, he robbed it. <laughs> what happened? Seriously. When keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. Oh, no, he man. pled guilty to commercial burglary and second-degree misdemeanor, served 45 days of house arrest. Robbing the Panda Express? Yeah. Now, he's got some issues, I'm telling you. Whoa. Okay. Yeah, he got some serious issues. Some guys don't need you, – you may not need you, – you don't belong in the league. Some guys don't belong there. It's like, man, you may not belong in the league, bro. You're getting a lot of chances, and you're still doing stupid stuff. Yeah, now he's back. Uh, he's a five-star player, of course, out of high school. Which, you said they'll give you a lot of chances if, you, if you're talented enough. Oh, you're always your draft grade, man. And he's talented enough. Yeah. Well, That's crazy. Antonio Pierce thinks he can get to the kid, right? And, of course, he's from Compton, Wait. California. And he's been knowing him, apparently, since he was a child. So maybe there's a, a, a you know. Because he's a youngster. Yeah, bringing in someone you think you can mentor a little bit. I guess he can be father figure and mentor him, just keep him from making bad decisions. And, and if you're a Cowboys fan, that's one thing that you have to be happy about with Jerry Jones. He's – He's kind of stopped doing the, the home for wayward boys. He still will take a chance on people. Like, he just brought back. Who's the receiver they just signed? Martavius Bryant. Martavius Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he still likes like, a remember, remember when he had Pac-Man Jones and, like, they hired a babysitter oh. for Pac-Man Jones and Pac-Man beat him up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they had a bunch of those guys. Pac- Pac-Man the, balled like, for the Cowboys, though. He was good. I know. Well, that's the thing. If we can keep him on the field, he's good for us. What was the linebacker that came from Alabama that they had there for a while? Came from the Rol- – Rolando McClain, is that him? Uh, yes, Rolando McClain. Remember him? He was a knucklehead. He was a good player there when he played. It was like you can't get him out there. But, yeah, the Randy Gregory's. That's sort of Randy Gregory's not with the 49ers. Yeah, I mean, what was the other inside D tackle? Uh, they, David Irving. David him? Irving, yes. You can't get it to, oh, no, this list goes on. Jerry, and, on. and Pac-Man was the greatest because he was really talented. We had already shown his stripes over and over again. And Jerry brought him in, and they really, like, had a bodyguard-sized babysitter mm. who went with him wherever he went. That's what he liked about Dez, too. Remember, he did it for Dez. Did he that got for Dez. Dez. He got Dez a little bodyguard. And, little. and Jerry tried to couch mm. it as, like, you know, we're just trying to protect him from others. Like, mm. You're trying to protect him from everybody, everybody else from him. You're trying to protect your investment, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what you try to do. And we get, listen, Jerry. I think he ended up beating up the bodyguard. I want to say he did he have an altercation somewhere. Like in the bathroom yeah. somewhere? Yeah, some some bar? Weird, yeah, because I think he was doing something stupid. And the body girl trying to keep from doing something stupid. I think stupid. it turned out Pac-Man Jones was, if he was sober, he was fine. Pretty, for relatively. But once he started to drink, like some, something. And he be- go to did the script club. He because goes, because the alter the ego club. comes yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes in the script. Well, Pac-Man comes out. Right? Sometimes he was Adam. And no, 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 it's Pac-Man. Pac-Man was wild. But I would say for Jerry Jones, he had that, you know, that mentality where he would you know, kind of be, be the – I always said that he was basically the St. Jude of the NFL. He loved the tam- talented yet troubled souls. Yeah. He was always trying to rescue those guys. Um, it, it, he was one of those guys where he also got good value out of him. And the Cowboys now have taken the best of that mentality because what he really wanted to do was take a team's you know, first-round, second-round pick who they had given up on, who may have had some off-the-field issues, and then be able to redirect it, right, and to be able to, to get them to – perform at the highest levels and then have less risky behavior because, you know, with the Cowboys, we can rehab them essentially. And now they've done that, though, except that now they're doing it with players who've had injuries and players who may have underachieved for other reasons, not off the field issues. Like, right, think about um, the linebacker they had. Sean Lee. 
Uh, Sean Lee was like that, right, with the injury. And even Jalen uh, Smith was like that with the injury, right? Uh, Damone Clark. Yeah, Remember if they, if the, they have a, a high so, first-round grade on a player and then yes, he falls so, to them. Yes. So it used to be your, stat, your stock would drop because you had off-the-field issues and Jerry would bring you back to his kind of rehab. Now your stock dropped because of other reasons, maybe injuries or other concerns, and they still get the value of getting that player who has a first-round grade, but the, the stock has dropped because of other concerns or variables. So they're still doing it. They're just doing it smarter. It's a smarter way to have those, uh, those risky investments that, that he likes so much. All right, coming back, we'll have our weekly visit with Vanderbilt head coach Drew Sanders. Heartbreaking loss for them on the last uh, play of the game, a field goal. They fell to Lake Travis after their 10-0 regular season. Lose to the Cavaliers on that, uh, that field goal, 13-10. We'll recap it with Drew coming up, talk some high school and football theory. Also, the uh, behind the burn orange curtain one more time before we get out of here, what's popping before the top of the hour. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook em Up, 1019, AM 1260, The Horn. All right, Rod will take us behind the burnt orange curtain a little one more time. Texas getting ready for Iowa State, uh, trying to finish off uh, their final two games in the regular season, get themselves in contention for that Big 12 championship. Rod will tell you how to do that coming up. Uh, but uh, joining us right now on the Vaqueros Hotline and the conversation brought to you by the great Brain Vault technology, Dr. Greg Eckert and his team with the Brain Vault uh, orthotic and the uh, mouth guard that allows you to play hard but play safe. He is the head coach of the Vandergriff Vipers, who, as we talked about, uh, lost a heartbreaker to Lake Travis on Saturday night, uh, Friday night, I should say, uh, on, a, on a field goal at the end of the ball game. 13-10 was the final. Drew Sanders joins us this morning. Coach, how are you? T- tough loss, obviously, last week. What's up, Coach? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's always it's always tough to lose, but especially when you lose when you didn't feel like, you know, you reached your potential or you, what you felt like was your potential um, as a team. But um, we will we will move on and continue to keep trying to build our program. Yeah, and we talked about that last week, that Drew, that you're playing Lake Travis in the first round. Obviously, it's, it's the way the, 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 the first round goes, the area round by district. Uh, that's the, the way it falls. That's a team that, you know, either one who won that game has a chance to make a run and go do something special, and that's, that's uh, just the, the draw you got. Uh, what were the issues you feel like you had uh, to your team against Lake Travis? What challenges did they present to you guys, especially on the defensive side? Yeah, I mean, you know, anybody that, anybody that watched the game knows that it was just too um, heavyweight programs going at it i'm i'm you know am thankful that we've gotten our program to where we're mentioned as one of the top football programs in the area and in the state and that matchup i think was the only matchup uh in 6a across the state that was between two top 20 uh programs and definitely that's what it was like it was a um slobber knocker um back and forth the weather was Weather was weird. I don't know if y'all went to any games or watched in, or watched the game. I don't know if it was on Bally's. I don't know if y'all watched, but the weather was, um, you know, kind of lent itself to a defensive battle, and that's what it was. And and uh, we couldn't, you know, Lake Travis did a great job of uh, kind of limiting us and making us one-dimensional where we couldn't really run the ball well. And so credit to them. Um, and then for us defensively, I thought we played, you know, really well. They um, had their good um, – quarterback back they had moved him to receiver leon did a great job i think he had 100 and something yards receiving because he's just an elite um, athlete and so that was kind of a unique challenge as him at receiver but overall limiting them to 13 points i thought we did a, an excellent job um oh you know the first half we played with our backs against the wall uh field position wise but i was pleased overall with the with their performance, uh, but it, we just came up a couple plays short, a couple calls short, um, and uh, you know that's that's just unfortunately that's the 
finality of, of what we do for a living. You know, it's it is a it is a tough job, and there is no doubt uh, there's going to be a winner and there's going to be a loser after every one. And, and unfortunately, they made a couple more plays than us. And, and hats off to them, and and uh, we go from, we go from there. Hey, coach. Uh, you know, when you go back and watch the film. And I remember doing this too. It's it's so amazing. Oftentimes in football games, it comes down to two, three plays here and there, and you go, man, those two or three plays were just huge. Uh, in the Texas uh, TCU game, uh, the great play where Quinn throws the interception and Jay Witt, Jordan Wins goes down and trips trips the uh, defender of the football and My they recover the fumble. Yes. Oh, what a great play, right? The A.D. Mitchell right. clutch catch on third and 12. I mean, it's like two plays, but honestly, you could argue they did, They really determined the game. Have you identified a couple of plays, Coach, in that game where you went, man, that might have been the game right there? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple, you know, we, we made our living. We weren't a, we were a good running team, but we weren't a great running team all year. We made our living on big plays in the passing game. And there were just a couple that um, passing game-wise that we just could not pull down for, for, for whatever reason. Uh, we were, you know, maybe – y'all know how it is. I mean, watching Texas or watching really any, yeah. any team, you're, you're a foot away. You know, you're, a, you're a, a half foot away from completing the pass that we've completed all year. Um, and then we got, a, you know, we got on a fumble, a backwards pass that we thought was a backwards pass was a ruled incomplete that could have changed something. And then I don't know if you watched the game, but we felt like we stripped a ball that, you know, was ruled um, forward progress down and we scored on that play. So that was tough to, you know, to to figure out. But um, and so there, you know, definitely a couple of plays we had them on. I guess um, they were going for it on fourth and one and. And um, they got it probably by maybe an, an inch, depending on the spot, you know, which which allowed them oh, to kick man. the field goal the next play. I mean, uh, we had a face mask on the last drive um, that got 15. There were there were three or four plays that could change the entire um, game. Anytime you you know you have a three point uh, loss like that, there's yeah, like you said, there's three or four um, that um, you know you can try to go back and go you know if, if that would have happened but we all know that that that's not the <laughs> kind of like you know you said the tcu coach <laughs> was thinking the same thing goodness gracious if that doesn't happen the whole game's different you know yep. yeah yeah player two here and there when it's that close and magnified two really inches. good programs rod you talked about when you were in high school at houston lamar you got you're running the north shore every year Katie or north shore, every year. North couldn't, shore. couldn't avoid them yeah. every year yeah that's what <laughs> right. happens today right. and that you know and, and you've seen this drew drew sanders with us coach of vandergriff and congratulations to Lake Travis, who advanced into into this weekend's mm-hmm. round. Uh, but that's that's you know the growth of high school football in Central Texas. So that's just the, that's just the nature of it. You're going to have more good teams, more good players, and it's good for the sport, good for the fans. But uh, that's what your program has to to build to and deal with as well. That's right. Yeah, we you know we when when I started this program, however many years ago, you know I wanted eventually to uh, be the best high school in the Austin area, and we've gotten really close. You know we have we have done a great job of building it statewide where people couldn't even spell Vandergriff when we started this thing and they still can't, <laughs> but, um, you know, we're, we are, um, we're able to say, you know, we're in the, we're in the mix with one of the best, um, as one of the best programs in the area. And we, we obviously have some work to do, 
but it wasn't by much. Just a couple plays here or there, and and uh, but you know I am I am pleased with um, you know one of the things you'll do, and I know you you guys know what I'm going to say. It's like you have a, um, a game where it doesn't go your way, and it's like you know we didn't do anything good. Well, we still won ten games. We still were undefeated district champs. We mm-hmm. still did a lot of great things, made a lot of good memories, and and we will um, you know focus on those things. And you know as a coach, it's it's really easy to be the leader uh, of a team when you're 10 and 0 and then you go 10 and 1 and that's when the leadership actually is really needed and you know these these guys need to see how I'm reacting they need to see how their assistant coaches are reacting and are we going to understand that this is a setback and we'll learn from and and uh, appreciate our seniors man what a amazing class we had there and and uh, really proud of them and and hopefully they can learn there's all kinds of things you can learn uh, from this mm-hmm. It's a great message, Coach. Can I ask you, because you, you just talked about how you've been, you know, with this program since its inception. You've built the program from the ground up. What's the most important step building a high school football program? Man, you know, here, here's, what I, here's what I think. I think the, the word is just belief. How do, you, how do you get someone to believe in themselves before they have a reason to believe? That that is that is the concept that I felt like I did well when we when we built this program, is can you convince yourself that we can do this uh, regardless? You know, and I remember playing Cedar Park when we were first um, first playing them without seniors, guys. By the way, and this is when they were just rolling everybody, and and we go we go out and we go out to a three zero lead, intercept their first pass, and go down and get a field goal. And then proceed to barely lose fifty nine to three. <laughs> we, we, we. Um, but I felt like I'd convinced the boys before the game that that we could win. Now, deep down, I wasn't sure we could, but I think that that was a key in building our program is just making them believe in themselves before really all you have is work ethic. All you have is like, all right, we feel like we work so hard that this is the only thing that we deserve to win. And that started with my mantra of ETW, which is uh, stands for expect to win. I put that on our very first shirt uh, when we were working out at Cedar Park High School. Um, and I can tell you that's been one of the most rewarding things of, of really my entire life is to be able to, you know, actually do what I set out to do 15 years ago. And, I, and I'm not done, but it, I, I can tell you that has been super rewarding along the way to develop young men, which I wanted to do, and then make Vandergriff um, a program that people respect. And that's been, you know, that's been a lot of fun. Yeah, mission accomplished. Coach, I, you know, as we, we wrap up our visits for the year, brought to you by Brain Vault. We appreciate all the time and the candidates being with us on this game after this week after a loss. Uh, but uh, be remiss, you mentioned teams, you know, the people still don't know how to spell it and pronounce the name. Uh, <laughs> remind our folks who the school's named after because we had Veterans Day just this past Saturday, and I know that's yeah. a, it's really a cornerstone of your, of your school and cornerstone of your program yeah. uh, where the, the school draws its name. Yeah, thanks, Eric, for that for that chance to talk about that. So we're named for the people who don't know. We're named after Matthew Vandegrift. He was the first Leander ISD graduate to die in the war on terror. He died April twenty first, two thousand and eight, in Basra, Iraq, um, due to a roadside bomb. He was on a patrol. He graduated from Leander High School. Obviously, that was the only school in Leander ISD, if you believe that back then. <laughs> and the growth now is just tremendous, right? And um, his parents lived in Steiner Ranch, so he drove all the way from Steiner Ranch to Leander High School. Um, he went to A&M, was a member of the Corps, 
and, um, of course, enlisted and um, by everyone. And, of course, I've gotten a chance to talk to um, maybe upwards of 50 people that, that knew him, that loved him, served alongside him. Um, by every account, he was just a tremendous um, young man in addition to just a natural-born leader. And one of the most unique things about him that maybe I, th- I think is very inspirational is that he was a backup quarterback at Leander. He wasn't even the starter. He was um, a backup quarterback and was renowned for being a great teammate. And so that lesson in and of itself is such a great reminder to every kid on our team um, that, hey, whatever role you have, you can decide what um, type of leadership and what type of leader you are just because, you know, you have to be a backup. That that doesn't matter at all. Um, and so what a great leader. And then his his father, Dutch Vandegrift, gave me his officer sword, and we have encased that in glass, and we touch that on the way out to every home game. And uh, that's been a big tradition that we started here. And then, you know, whenever I'm gone, hopefully in the next 10 years or so, maybe somebody else will take this thing over and, and hopefully that tradition will stay because that um, that is a tremendous honor to him and us to be able to do that. And it's sitting in my office right now encased in glass and, and uh, it's a way we, we honor his memory. Um, I could talk all day about the way we try to intertwine all of his message into our school, not just athletics, but our, our entire school too. Well, thanks for doing that, fantastic. Coach. Uh, great That's story. Great. And it's been a great conversation this year. Uh, maybe we can check in and uh, talk some playoff football down the road if you'll do that for us. And uh, as the playoffs go it. forward, maybe be our, be our insider So because uh, we'll be yeah. covering those as well. But uh, thank you, Coach, so much for the visits, and uh, let's keep it going, okay? Great. Appreciate you guys so much. Thanks, Coach. Congrats on the perfect season. season and the uh, district championship. And, yeah, you run into a real good team. You did it in high school when you had some really good teams. If you're going to be a good team, you're going to <laughs> in the playoffs. Yeah, it might. It's, it's going to come down to it, It's man. unfortunate to see them this early, but at the same time, that's just the way the, the map falls. And uh, good stuff. Appreciate Drew for, for being believe, with us. I believe my man Ty said it, that the way the bracket is working out that you could get the rivalry. Is that of, right, Ty? Of, we of get the lakes. lakes. We get Lake Travis and Westlake playing at some point down the way if they keep winning. Is that true? I think it's very likely, actually, that that will happen. Cool. That's going to be a, oh, Come on. a slobber knocker. That's going to be crazy. Well, we'll get Coach on for sure then and help preview that yeah, game and nice. all the big games of teams moving forward. We'll get you a full schedule, who's playing where this week coming up. Well, at this point, now we're just rooting for all the Central Texas teams. We're sure. Obviously, Vandegrift, we had a little connection there because of Coach, but now it's rooting for all the Central Texas teams to go as far as they can. And that includes both of the Lakes, by the way. Yes, that's exactly Ty. right. Absolutely. Whoever was going to win that game, we're on their bandwagon now as they play mm-hmm. San Antonio Johnson this yep. week, I believe. Uh, all right, Brain Vault, Brain Vault Technology, backed by science. Both of those teams that play that slobber knocker as Coach called it on Friday, wearing the Brain Vault technology that's been fitted for the mouth guards. Patented mouth guard that's been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Uh, talk to Dr. Record, Drew Pittman, and his team at BrainVault.com, the website. Uh, right when you click on it, you see the football player there. They've got what is Brain Vault. You can click on that. It's a fact page. Uh, schedule a group fitting or an individual fitting for the Brain Vault technology. Go to the website. It's proven by science. Used on the field in the NFL for the last eight years. Absolutely works. Helped reduce the risk of concussions uh, with the Brain Vault technology and that orthotic, the mouth guard, that's more than a mouthpiece. Uh, play hard, but play safe with Brain Vault. Time for uh, one more trip behind the uh, burnt orange cur- curtain. A quick one here with Rod before we get to what's popping at the top of the hour. And they were all asking themselves the same question. Hmm. What is behind that curtain? All right, um, we've been talking a lot about the, uh, 
the Iowa State Cyclones, of course. And we're talking about the Iowa State defense um, and their matchup against the Texas um, offense. And you guys have heard me discuss the three-high, three-down defense ad nauseum. And I think for this particular matchup for Sark, considering they don't have Jonathan Brooks going into this game and how stout Iowa State is against the run, they're pretty good. They've only allowed four 20-plus yard rush plays all season long. Um, they're 36th in rush defense, but they're getting better. And, they're, and what they have are a lot of hybrid defenders in the secondary that are really great, they're really good at being forced run defenders. Uh, he brought up their size earlier, right? you got guys like uh, Malik Verdun. He's 6'4", 225. He's in the second. He's a DB. Right? Cam yeah. Chancellor coming Bo, exactly. down. Exactly. Bo Frailer, 6'2", 220. He's a DB. Uh, even even uh, TJ Tampa is considered pretty big. He's 6'2", 200. Now, these are big players, and they, they cover pretty well. I actually like the secondary, but I do think if you spread them out, you can expose them. And I wonder in this game, you could have heard me talk about it. If you didn't hear my theory about how to expose the three high, three down, go check it out in the uh, previous uh, behind the burnt orange curtain segments that we did. But essentially, Sark wants to expose his three high, three down defense. And last season, one of the ways he did it really effectively was through empty formation. That's when nobody's in the backfield. Uh, except the quarterback, and I think this game could be a perfect game to break out uh, that empty formation again versus these three high three down uh, defenses. And last season, like I said, uh, you know I've been I've been tracking this for a while, just how Texas has performed versus three high three down defenses in certain situations. And you go look at the first down rate and the first down touchdown rate for the empty formation versus three out three, three down defenses last season in Texas was over 50% first down rate. That means when you threw the ball on empty formation versus three high three down defenses, you're talking about a 50 plus percent touchdown rate. Oh, sorry, first down touchdown rate or a first down rate. That's what you need in this game. You need to be able to move the chains. You need to be able to convert and you need to be able to keep the football. And usually you can do that with the running game. And you think that, oh, Jonathan Brooks will help you do that. Well, in this situation, you don't have Jonathan Brooks. So my biggest concern is how is Texas going to control the game? How are they going to continuously convert consistently? Um, and I know empty formation, obviously that's, you know, a it's a – pass happy formation right you're abandoning the run game pretty much and i don't want texas to do it exclusively but i do think there'll be certain times where you can use the empty formation and i would do it since you don't have jonathan brooks i would do it with different backs in the backfield i do it with savion red in the backfield i do it and the reason i say so in the backfield because you start out in like i don't know 11 personnel or you can start out in 12 personnel and then you shift to empty Right, you shift and you motion to empty, and that's why you don't have anybody in the backfield. But you can't have a running back out there. And initially, I would put Savion Red in the backfield. Initially, I would probably put Jay Witt in the backfield or Jaden Blue in the backfield. Speed players, players, players who are great on the perimeter. The reason I say Jay Witt is because you can have Jay Witt in the backfield. You know, Jay Witt's actually a decent blocker. You can have him in the backfield, shift to empty, and then think about your matchups. You could potentially have uh, Ad Mitchell. You can have. Uh, A.D. Mitchell, you got X-Man, you'll have J.T. Sanders, and potentially Jay Witt, and then you can add another receiver to that group. You can put Jontae Cook out there as your three receivers with Jay Witt in the backfield, or go Savion Red in the backfield with Jay Witt, X-Man, and A.D. Mitchell, and J.T. Sanders, and motion him out, and then you got four receivers and a tight end. There's a matchup nightmare somewhere, and they're probably going to get matched up against one of these big, oversized, hybrid DBs who are basically linebackers on the third level like Malik Verdun or Bo Frailer. And when you get that matchup, go, go, go. So I think you go empty to be able to exploit 
some of these matchups potentially that you can get with uh, Iowa State defenders who are great as force run defenders, but they don't operate well in space against elite offensive personnel like Texas. That's well said. I, I, the creativity would be great because you want to keep that Jonathan Brooks pass threat, right? Yep. Uh, the screen game, he was so good in. He had the big one last week. And a guy like Jay Witt could do that, right? He could Jay run those routes. And say, certainly Savion Red could. He's been playing running back all year. Uh, that would be a factor, and he's got pretty good hands. I'd uh, love to see that, too. Keelan Robinson, potentially. Keelan Robinson could do it, too. We don't know his status, but I'm with you. You see a speed guy back there, so when you that. motion to empty, they freak out, and you'll have a, a guaranteed mismatch somewhere. You just don't know exactly Quinn's where it's going to be. just got to pick the right spot. Yes, exactly. Uh, here's the concern for the Longhorns, because this, this Iowa State team doesn't look great. But Rod's done the deep dive. They're just sound in the last four trips into Ames. The Longhorns have scored 7, 21, 17, and 0. Yeah. Uh, and that's just, there's whatever reason, they struggle to score points in Ames. Uh, a lot of it's John Heacock, the defensive John coordinator. Heacock's, a lot of that three high, three down defense. Yeah. That's and so that's, that. that they're going to have to score more than that. Uh, probably win the, Now, you could win a low-scoring game here. This is not a great Iowa State offense with Rocco Beck. But no, as different. you said, they do attack with the, the in-breaking routes and their offense. So, uh, all right, we will uh, pick these up. i got all day tomorrow, too, to drill down on this game. Rod's brought you three behind the burn orange curtains. You can go listen to all of them. Really good stuff on this matchup in this game. You won't get that insight anywhere else than right here on Hook 'em Up with Ian Rodby. Coming back, uh, we've got a Hook, and we've got uh, – What's popping, Rob? What's, What's popping, pop, including the Sex Panther pick of the night? Who are we taking in the Ravens Bengals game tonight? That's all coming back on Hook 'em Up with Ian Rodby. What's popping? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that flight stocking. I yeah, appreciate Jerry Hamilton today. Great stuff talking all things Texas basketball, recruiting, and football. Oh, yeah. By the way, after we talk about that, Xavier Philsame, the uh, five-star safety out of McKinney. The one that's uh, committed to Florida? Yeah, his cousin texted us and said, that's my cousin. His cousin? This is show? He said, yeah. Kinfo? Yeah. Oh, man. He said, okay. Keep, keep those horns up. Keep those horns up. He's thinking hey, maybe, you know. Yeah, hey, I, I know a lot of folks who in the recruiting game would think that his skill set is – Legit next level, like he's an in a, in a, got a Sunday skill set. Pretty Xavier Philsane. They need a, they need safeties that can flat out cover. Derek Williams is probably the best cover safety they got on campus right now. He's one of them. Yeah, he's, he's a safety that can that's got feet like a corner, that's got uh, hips like a corner. He can cover at the safety position. You got to put some weight man. on him or something like that, and then he's good to go. Like Shakira's got the hips. He's got hips, have hips. Hips don't lie, man. Hips, hips don't, don't lie. lie. Uh, this doesn't either. How about this, Rod? You'll like it because, you know, you always talk about Big Dak Prescott energy. Big Dak Big en- Dak energy, baby. How about this? So here's the PA announcer of the Toronto Raptors. Uh, Toronto Raptors. Did he get himself in trouble? No. No, okay. I think he goes with this. Let's see if you're okay with it. Is this popping? Uh, here we go. Let's, uh, here, you got to listen because I'm going to record this on their phone while at the game. Okay. All right, so there you go. You got to listen closely, but that's the Kansas rookie Grady Dick, and he said, "Wearing number one from Wichita, Kansas, Mister Big Dick Energy, <laughs> Grady Dick." Wow, you good with that? Uh, well, yeah, I man, that's his name. His name is Grady Dick. I mean, so I guess you throw it out there. He's popping up the name, Grady Dick. I'm sure he's heard all the puns before. I mean, Grady Dick. Let's be honest. This kid's probably as tough as they come, just because you got the name Grady Dick. It's hard to make it through middle school with the name Grady. You better Dick. have the energy. You better, 
you the better, boy named like the boy named Sue. You better have your chest exactly right. You're gonna be you gotta be mentally strong to make it through uh, middle school and high school with the last name Dick. Yeah, it's like your boy over <laughs> here with the girl's name all his life. I used to, yeah, I used to get there you go. My brother used to crush me when the when the mail would come and I'd get like <laughs> subscriptions to Ms. T, T magazine. <laughs> Mysterious. Yeah. Uh, Mr., Mrs. Aaron Hogan, you want to you want to subscribe oh, to Miss Magazine? Oh, that's great. I didn't know that's what would happen. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Uh, there you go. That's why why, why Dick Butkus. Why is he such? Why was he such a That's tough right. mofo? That's right. Because he grew up with the name Dick Butkus, right? And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna fight everybody who makes fun of my uh, name from now on. Turns that's out, right. you got to stop fighting people. Yeah, yeah he's, that's that's what the song says with Johnny Cash. You know, you know I know what I'm gonna be around. I got to learn to scratch and claw and fight and boy name Sue. Boy name Sue. <laughs> yeah, I tried to give you that name. No doubt. How that's do you stuff. do? Okay, yeah. so just a friendly reminder, Coach Babers. Uh, right as usual about the Allen Trophy being for linemen. But remember, Tommy Novus played both ways, linebacker and left offensive guard oh, for true. Texas on the 1963 National Championship. So did he win it as a guard or does he win it as a linebacker? I just think he won it as a badass. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you, can't, you can't even give it to him. Like, well, he played both ways, so all right. But he's also an, he's an All-American linebacker, but he plays guard. And now if he was an All-American guard too, then I can, I can understand it. But you can't give him the – the Allen Trophy Award just because he was a great linebacker and happened to play guard. I love Tommy Novus, but that that don't make any sense. Now, Tommy he Novus, did win this for the Allen Trophy. Yeah, but did he win it because of his guard play or because of his linebacker play? He won the Natty. <laughs> I know. I'm just talking about these awards. It's kind of weird, but I get it. I get it. Yeah, this, they they want to open the open the process up to a few more people. Well, I think that's that. what it is too. Sometimes the the choices they're very narrow. The choices that they have to choose from. So I get it. I get it. All right. Uh, that's Tom Andre Sweat, who yeah. is, uh, according to the guard for Iowa State, isn't very good. He's not the best he's seen so far. I wonder if Tommy Nobis, what's his Hall of Fame, uh, like Pro Football Hall of Fame candidacy look like? I know some people were arguing it back in the day. He needs to be in. I would have thought so, but maybe I got to look at the resume and see why it doesn't stack up. Yeah. We'll look into that tomorrow. Not a lot of Longhorns in the Mr. Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, a lot of them. Mr. Falcon was quite like, the player. Hey, uh, Ty, do you have a Sex Panther pick for the night? Is it uh, Bengals or Ravens, or what are we doing? Ravens minus three and a half. Ravens minus three and a half. Joe Burrow with no T. Higgins. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty I like big. That. Ty, I like you know, that. You, you know, Tyler Boyd, if he catches a touchdown pass, they probably beat the Texans last week. Uh, he dropped that's it true. right on a post route. Remember that the Bengals won in 23 straight up in night road games in the last 25 years. And take the under. <laughs> take the under. Take the under. <laughs> what is the primetime unders number? 81% hit rate on primetime unders so far this season. Enjoy that game. <laughs> All the games on the fields of play tonight. We'll be talking about them tomorrow. Obviously getting you ready on a football Friday, Rod. That's right. Uh, Rod will be giving you the woo, and we'll be talking plenty of football tomorrow. Can't wait. Five hours uh, of conversation into your weekend. Have a great one. Thank you to Jerry Hamilton. If you missed any part of our show, go listen to it uh, on the podcast. It's all there for you. Also coming next is Jim Rome. Then it's uh, Rich Eisen right into the sports complex this evening. Uh, And this afternoon, have a wonderful Thursday. Every hour, as we said, podcast at hornfm.com.